welcome back to another episode of the Raven Geeks, the official geek culture podcast of CM Life. I am your host, Steve Tiemann, and with me... And I'm your other host, Bryce Tufts. We're the back. Other, the second host. Yep, we're back for another week. We got some quick news for you, and then we're going to get into the main segment, which was because we had a little football game this past weekend. A little one, and they, for some reason, they always put a lot of movie trailers in this football game. A lot, yeah. It's really bizarre. Yeah. They so, keep interrupting my movie trailers with this football with game. With a weird football game. It's like, what is this? Yeah. What is this odd thing happening? So... And a cool Prince logo. Yeah. Remember the Prince logo? That was really cool. I, I was kind of not paying attention during that because Timberlake wasn't very good. And our TV quality was like oh, really our, bad yeah, during the halftime show. Like, oh, good. Not <laughs> all the, watch all, this. Every time anything cool would happen, the TV would just like do that weird thing where like people just turn into like messes of pixels mm-hmm. that just kind of move around. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was gross. Yeah, thanks, United. Thanks for that. <clears throat> uh, moving on, we'll get into the news quick. I only found a couple things. I heard about this just in passing on another podcast. Chris Pratt is going to be in a movie called... Cowboy Ninja Viking. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm immediately on board. Sounds like um, a uh, sounds like a thing from I, Parks and Rec. I think it's a graphic novel. Yeah, it sounds very uh, Andy Dwyer creation. That sounds like a thing that he'd make. And yeah, then he'd, he'd show up and just go Viking Ninja. What's the what's the Cowboy thing? Ninja Viking? Cowboy Ninja Viking. In that order. He's already okay. He's already been a cowboy. Yep. In that one has he been in? He has been a ninja in Parks and Rec. Yes. Has he been a Viking yet? Mm. going to fill out that trifecta. But anyway, huh. so it's a graphic novel, I think, from my understanding. And he's this, like, experimental super soldier type dude, and they upload into him the skills of a cowboy, a ninja, and a viking, and he has, like, three personalities or something. What? I don't know. I've only I heard... Like there's better warriors than a viking. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, probably. Like, viking, what is it? You do... You, you row you, a boat? You, you, you row a boat... And then you just have an axe, and you pillage, and you and you rape, and you—that's it. Not the best qualities. Not the have. best thing. Like, I think those are things you don't want to put in someone's head. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that and say. We'll take it as a take it as Viking flawed promise, flawed <laughs> premise, but but bad. It's yeah. Really bad. What? With ninja. Ninja's good. Those are good skills. I'll take ninja skills. Mm-hmm. But a cowboy, riding horse, a horse riding. That's a good one. That's shooting a, good skill. a six shooter. Did anybody use those anymore? Uh, no. Well, no okay. one does. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's his thing. Maybe they're just not expecting it. Yeah. So it's like a. When when also, he has the, when he has the cowboy skills, anything that's more advanced than like a lever action rifle, he's just completely confused. He picks up an M4 and he's like, "What is this?" I yeah, because that's I not don't. a skill that a Viking would have. Well, let's no, just I, cross Viking off of the. What well, maybe rowing a boat? Maybe maybe that's maybe that's the one good skill. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Boat rowing. I'm sure the graphic novel like. Addresses this. Oh yes, yeah. I've only I'm like sure. heard of it in passing. Like, oh, there's this graphic novel called Cowboy Ninja Viking. I'm like, all right, Chris Pratt's in it. Cool. Hmm. Let's see. So interesting. I have no idea who else is in it. Moving on. Um, the company behind Despicable Me. You familiar with those? Despicable Me. Yeah, and Despicable Minions. and Minions. Yeah. The memes that my mother posts. Yeah. <laughs> Middle-aged, middle-aged, middle-aged white people posting minions on minions. Facebook. Minions. It says something like, "I hope your day is as good as this beach." And it, then there's a minion on the beach. And you're like, "All right." <laughs> bad memes. Despicable Me's all right. First one's pretty fun. I like that one. I like Despicable Me. Well, they are working with Nintendo on a Mario movie. Oh, interesting, right? Is it like the old one where it's like live action where no. it has the well, that's better. I would, I'd rather have a uh, it's it's animated, animated than it's a, animated. than live action because those are weird. 
it wasn't it was barely Mario. It was like, yeah, it was they hard were Mario like, and Luigi, but like Bowser was like a weird <coughs> was he a dinosaur man? hybrid man. Yeah, he was like a manish. Yeah. It was weird. He might have just been a guy. Was he a man in a turtle suit? I honestly don't remember very well. Never watched I, it. All I've I remember heard... was like he could come up and I was like, uh, I think Bowser's kinda like a man. Bowser? <laughs> <laughs> so that's happening. I don't know about a release date. I don't know how it's gonna work because Mario doesn't really talk beyond saying it's a me Mario. So is he just oh, gonna do that? Like in the live action, where they just have like um. They're gonna get that voice actor to do like a full script. Oh no, not that guy. That might, first, that might get annoying. Because he, he just had like a like a surly. I don't know, I don't know what the. <laughs> I'm word. picturing um Danny DeVito and it's always. Sunny. Oh yep, okay yep. So it's gonna be Danny DeVito confirmed. These. <laughs> <laughs> That's dream casting. No, he should have been Detective Pikachu. I'm still, I still think that would have been really funny because they got Ryan Reynolds for it. Okay, that's also funny. But yeah. Anywho, that was all I had for news. So we're going to get into the main segment, which is the trailers that came out with the Super Bowl that I paid more attention to than the actual game. Although it was nice to see Tom Brady lose. I don't know a whole lot about football. We have other podcasts for that here at CM Life. Go talk to them. Go talk to them. They'll have more informed. They'll talk about the other things. We'll talk about the things in between the things. Yes. The trailer. So the first thing was a bit of a surprise to you. The uh, trailer for Dundee. Oh, I want to talk about that. Turned out to be the biggest sham bamboozle of 2018 so far. So for those of you who aren't aware, a couple weeks ago there was a a tease for a new Crocodile Dundee movie starring Danny McBride from. Lots of different comedy movies. Everything. Everything, basically. <laughs> and he was playing Mick Dundee's American son, Brian. And <laughs> it looked really funny. I thought they were going to try and make him do an Australian <laughs> accent, but he just like was talking like his Danny DeVito self and pulled out like a knife. He's like, this is a knife, and just like did a little lightsaber thing with it. D- Danny DeVito and self? It, no, Danny. Danny did I say, did I say DeVito? Uh, so, you oh, you no. screwed up. Oh, no. <laughs> Most unprofessional moment in podcasting. <laughs> Most unprofessional. <laughs> Danny McBride teams up with all of the famous actors in Australia, both Hemsworths, Hubert Jackman, uh, Russell oh, Crowe, Crow, yeah. Margot Robbie was in it. Is she Australian? I didn't know She's she was Australian, Australian yeah. until that. That's really cool. I yep. thought she was, like, British or something. But. So they all made little cameos in, like, <laughs> other trailers relating to Dundee. Yeah, I was, I was really but upset about surprise, that. surprise... It was an elaborate ad for Australian tourism. Honestly, I, I wanted to watch that movie. I thought it was a lot of people same. were like, "No, I was, I'm on board." I, totally I was really ready for that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it it just hurt kind of because he in the middle of the ad he just looks at looks at the camera. He's like, "Wait, this isn't a movie. This is an ad." Yeah. And I thought, "Oh, they're gonna do it in the bit." I was like, "A bit in the movie," and then. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, like, you're right, it is an ad. I'm like, oh, Because <laughs> Chris Hemsworth's taking him around Australia looking for his dad, and he goes, we got 4,000 miles of beaches, mate. We have the best wines in the world, mate. And oh, like, I thought that was kind of weird. Mm. <laughs> this, uh, what's, what is this? What's going on here? So I was like, man, they're really trying to, this movie's really catering. I don't know what's going on here. I was, I was really they, they tried to do some of the Crocodile Dundee bits where he like, tries to do like the hand thing. And make the buffalo move. Oh yeah, and, and the, that's not a knife. This is a knife. And then um, I was really upset. Paul Hogan, I think, is the actual actor. He appeared in the commercial. He had like his knife like stuck oh, in like, yeah. a he's counter. In the, he's in the tape. He's up up there. He's really old looking. Yeah, he's he's pretty old. He's pretty old. And yeah. then Hemsworth was like, "You're the best crocodile Dundee we've ever had." And it cuts to Paul Hogan going, 
maybe. No. <laughs> so bummed out about that. Elaborate ruse. Well done, Australia. You fooled at least one person. One person. <laughs> Real bad. Oh man. I kind of figured it was an ad. Mainly because other people on the internet were like, "This is totally an ad. We're from Australia. But I, we're pretty I, sure this is an ad." I, I put a blind, blind eye to it, and I thought, you know what? No, this is gonna be the best movie ever. I don't think I've actually ever seen a whole Crocodile Dundee movie. Like I've seen bits and pieces. I saw the first one, like when I was a kid, so yeah. like forever ago. All, all I remember is New York City, and the knife. Mm. There, that was it. Yeah. If we're talking people with crocodile in the name, Crocodile Hunter was like. My go-to, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin, oh was yeah. the man. His son is like a spitting image of him, and he's doing the same stuff. He's so. doing the same. And his All daughter, too. Sorry. Yeah, she's, she's got a show. They're both getting into it. That'd be cool. Good for them. Conservation's important. Stuff like that. Moving on. Speaking of reptiles. Someone needs to be uh, strangle-holding alligators. Yes. Crocodiles. <laughs> yeah. They don't have gators <laughs> there. Well, speaking of reptiles, we got a trailer for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Looks I'm better. still on board. I'm still really excited. I didn't see any of, um, what's the guy's name? The scientist? The mad scientist? Oh, um, B.D. Wong. Yeah, I don't see I don't see know his name in the actual, I don't, that's the name of the actor. I don't also, know we name. didn't see any more of, uh, Blackstaff, because, uh, what's his name? Has Who? a white staff. Oh, yeah, thing. Evil John Hammond. Evil John Hammond. He's played by, um, forget his name. He's in. The guy. He's the, he's the warden in Longest Yard. Yeah, uh, that guy. James something. Yeah, moving on. But he's got John Hammond's staff, which is yeah, it's like which is white and has a amber thing on it. But his is not white; his is black. And so we're like, oh, it's it's so like it's John like, Hammond. It, it's like the old cowboy movies where it's like a white hat, black hat situation. It's a staff. It's a staff. Yeah, there was. I think the guy from Winter Soldier was in it, like the little <laughs> Hydra guy. Remember him? Which guy? Um, Zola. He was like standing on like a stage and he's like, we're going to show you things you've never seen before or something like that. So he's probably going to be in like the evil company that's like, hey, check out more dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. No, Only they're on no, the mainland. No. This is not going to end well. Yeah, it looks like, because it looks like it's going to be just like uh, Jurassic Park 2 where they go into the city. Because yeah. that is that raptor that's in the that, girls' room. That is the, the biggest complaint about these because the first one was, was like, it's a rehash of the first one because there's a park and it goes bad. And then the second one's hey, Steve. like, this is a rehash of the lost world. It's going to go bad. Ask me if I mind. Bryce, do you mind? No, I want to see that again. Yeah, ask me if really I mind. Cool. Bryce, Steve, do you mind? I don't mind either. <laughs> yeah, Because I I'm really on board because it's dinosaurs crashing into each other. And this is my version of Fast and Furious where I just turn my brain off and watch the dinosaurs. Yeah, I don't even care. I, I want to see a dinosaur in my hometown. That'd be cool. That'd be terrifying. I want to see my neighbor's dog. Get eaten by a raptor. It has the chain out of its mouth. Oh, yeah. That that, that part, I was always like, oh, the and dog. It, and it looks like the T-Rex isn't going to die on the island because the T-Rex oh, yeah, was in that big cage and, and it almost got Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's got to roll through his mouth or whatever. Oh, yeah. That did. was pretty cool. Super cool. That was really cool. But what you couldn't top, you could top everyone's stories after that. Oh, that's a weird sound. My Coke was making a hissing noise. It's still making a hissing noise. It might be possessed noise. by a snake. Mm, let's um, fixed it. Cool. But yeah, like <laughs> Goldblum's gonna cameo in it. Yeah, because he's always up for more Jeff Goldblum. He like got slicked back hair. Yeah, he was in the Jeep commercial too. There was a Jeep commercial, and he was oh, driving yeah. a new fancy Jeep that was being chased by a T Rex. And he was saying, "Must go faster, must go faster." And it was like, "Check out all these cool features on the new Jeep." And like, I was a little offended because everybody that was at my apartment were like, "Was like, oh, it was a dumb ad." I was like, 
my like inner like ten year old was like, no, shut up. <laughs> you don't understand. Dinosaur. It's Jeff Goldblum. It's Jurassic Park. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, I'm on board. I'm very much gonna, on board. He's just probably gonna pop up and say, nature finds a way, and then that'll be it. Ten out of ten, Jeff Goldblums. Ten out of ten. Out of, 10. Out of a possible ten. Out of a, yep. <laughs> One of our. Uh, it's a hidden rating system. You know, like the hidden channels on Netflix? Mm-hmm. It's like a hidden, our hidden rating system is how many Jeff Goldblums mm-hmm. out of 10 whenever Jeff Goldblum appears. Thor Ragnarok, 10, 10 Jeff Goldblums. 10 Jeff Goldblums. We watched it again the other day. We did. Still really 10 good. Jeff Goldblums. Still. Whew. Speaking of of the Marvel Universe and the movies leading up to it. Yes. And also trailers that were dropped and all the other things we're talking about. We, there was a TV spot. For Avengers Infinity War. It was so fast. It was, and I'm glad because I don't want to see a lot still. I like (coughs) I said I was done, but then that happened and all the hype from the first trailer came back and I was like, yes, take my money. The um the the Tony Stark's like secret like little little suit that forms around him, that was confirmed. Because you kind of see a bubble around him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um Spider-Man was in his old suit when he was on that big ring. Yeah, that was weird because so he's also in the new suit. The que- the I think, wild speculation time, I think Tony is going to like send that suit up to him. Oh, yeah. Because he probably still has sensors in Peter's suit. It's like, oh, no, he's in trouble. He's really high up. And then Tony will be like, well, there's a lot of alien stuff going on. Maybe we should send him the, the good suit. That'd so be a good idea. it might like, go up to him somehow. I was thinking maybe it's like maybe because Peter's turned it down... It's maybe like a Miles Morales situation, maybe? Miles gets the Google suit? No, because in the TV spot, it showed him, Stark, and Doctor Strange, and Peter was in the suit, the new one. Oh, yeah. The Iron Spider, so. Oh, yeah, he was in the suit. Yep, Mm. I forgot about that. Yep, I got a little more, another look at Doctor Strange. Cool, he was doing his little ring thing, and then Iron Man blasted through it, so maybe they're still not... They're not quite working together oh, yet. Oh, is that what happened? It looked like it, yeah. I was trying to figure that, because it happened really fast. It was like really short. Yeah, maybe they were, it's either like trying to like combine attacks, like in the first Avengers Ooh. when there was that little bit. Yeah, or in Iron Man 2. Remember when they shoot the lasers at each other? Oh, yeah. Then they hit, they hit Whiplash. Anyway. Yeah, not the <laughs> They best probably won't be movie. doing that one. This one's going to be way better. Um, What else happened in that? Another look at Thanos. He's more purple. In the oh, last he's, one yeah, he's more purple. looked really good. That's how you do it's a big. Sc- that's how you do a big scary CGI villain. DC make him purple. <laughs> it just looks better. Like, he just does. Put, they just spent more money on it instead of I, Steppenwolf. Well, they they spent a lot of money on the other one. It just still wasn't good. It didn't look good. <laughs> I, I was like, I think that was the most money spent thus far was Justice, Justice League. League? The only so. reason that was so high is because they had to do reshoots. Yeah. What a bummer. Um. Yep. Infinity War, though. Looks Good really stuff. Cool. Excited. Hype. What else hype. Was in? Oh, th- Scarlet Witch is doing, like, a weird thing with Visions. Oh, yeah. Pre- I was wondering about that. I was like, I, was, I paused it. I was trying to figure out, like, is his head empty? Like, did it already get taken out of his head? I don't or know what like... Visions' deal is in this. Maybe he can, like, he figured out how to turn himself into Paul Bettany when he doesn't want to be red. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Paul Bettany was like, I'm tired of sitting in the makeup chair for five hours. Can I do a scene where I'm just me <laughs> with a glowy thing on my head? Like, Something yeah, like sure, that, right, maybe. Right. Um... A little bit of the Guardians, Thor was, or not Thor, Groot was texting. What? While Peter, like, it was like Peter, and uh, Peter Quill and Rocket and Groot were in, like, the cockpit, and they were, like, looking at something, like, oh, my God. And Groot's just kind of in the back, like. 
Oh, I missed, the, like I missed the him texting. That's funny. Yeah, a lot of people pointed it out. Like, he's such a teenager. Oh, my gosh. That's really funny. That was funny. I'm glad they're keeping up, like, this bit of him yeah. being, like, like a baby. An angsty and, teenager. Like, <laughs> now he's going to be an angsty teenager. Good stuff. Next movie is back to Groot. <coughs> um, Cap got a cool expandy got, shield on his arm. I hope he gets his old shield back because it's got to break. I think it will. I think in, like, part two... Because I feel like I in the first one, it's going to be, they're going to be split up. There's going to be an Earth team. There's going to be a space team. I, I want to see them all fight together. We're getting two of these, dude. Yeah, we're getting two of these. So, like, I feel like in, like, the final fight that's, like, climactic and has a lot of feeling, Tony's going to be like, I got something for you, Steve. He gets in the shield. He's like, oh, great. This is for you, Thanos Captain. immediately punches it. Punches it <laughs> and then yeah. it breaks in half. He's like, oh. Oh. Well, I, I want the old... <laughs> I want the I want the new Black Panther shields now. Yeah, this, they don't break. <laughs> I don't know. That'll be a bummer. Yeah. Um, beard looks good. Oh yeah, beard Hair looks, looks good. Dashing. Very dashing. He's got his. It's like his regular suit, but the sleeves are like rolled up halfway up the forearm. Yeah. Oh looking, yeah, they are. Looking looking casual. He's looking real in casual. Cap suit. Good stuff. Um, what's it? Uh, Wakanda. It's cat more a casual place, I suppose. Yeah, Wakanda doesn't have to work for the U.S. government anymore. He's got yeah. laying laying back. Bucky got a beard. Yeah. Okay. So who's beard? So we got Bucky's beard, Cap's beard. We've got um, oh, what's Stark, Black Panther's Strange? Black Panther's uh, T'Challa. T'Challa. Uh, his beard, and then uh, Tony Stark's beard. Oh, and also and let's throw a, let's throw a Strange beard into there, and well, a Star Lord beard. Uh, Whose beard? Whose beard is the most beard? Who's got the best beard? Who's got the best beard? Do you think? Either Thor or Cap. Oh, I forgot about Thor. Thor's definitely got one of the better beards. Yeah, I think Thor might take that. It's impressive for Cap, though, because this is, like, his <coughs> first movie with a beard, and it's it already, is. like, a solid beard. It is a solid beard. It's, like... Hmm. Yeah, Thor definitely takes the cake for the best beard, though. For the most so. sculpted beard, it's always got to go to Tony Stark. It's, like, a weird little... It's, like, a weird... It's a definitely it's an so interesting strange. shape. Yeah. I don't, I don't... I'm not the biggest fan of Doctor Strange beard, though. Yeah. Looks... looks what are strange. we doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, Everyone's getting beards. A trailer for Solo as well. Oh, that's the my Solo one. Star Wars movie about Han Solo. I I'm glad about this one because my bar was set really low. Yeah, same. My bar was like in the toilet. It's like there's like I was like this is just gonna be the bad. Production was a mess. They had to get an acting coach, but then like <coughs> everything that I saw was like good. Everything good. I saw was very good. Oh, it, you know what it reminds me of. The entire scene in Empire Strikes Back, where it's just the where they focus on the Millennium Falcon and mm-hmm. like going over to Lando, like that's one of my favorite parts ever. And it looks like an entire movie of that, of just like hanging out in the Falcon, I going am, on some wacky adventures. I've said it before, I'm gonna say it again. Donald Glover as Lando is gonna be oh, the best wait. part of this movie. It's I guarantee so it. Awesome. I, I I can also the I okay so you know the Battlefront two game that yes. came out a bit ago I recently just the other day even though I've I've had it for about three months now mm-hmm. and I bought it with the idea of oh my god I can't wait to play this campaign well I just I just the other day played the campaign <laughs> and I think my favorite mission out of all of them is the one you get to play with Lando because I forgot how like funny he is you know like he's yeah. just like this smooth smooth talking like doing whatever I would like that mission more if Lando was any good. <laughs> Oh yeah, his, his, like, his abilities are weird. His abilities are bad. His blaster is bad. <laughs> the dialogue made it though. Yeah, that's true. He's funny. just he's like my favorite thing is he's he's got to figure out. So he he drowns. He's in a he's in an imperial factory, and his goal is they got to steal weapons. And then Lando's like, oh, I can't steal weapons. 
let's just pour lava over it. We'll just destroy <laughs> the factory. Like, All right, I, I like where this is going. And so he just starts pouring lava, and I'm like, I like this. And you have to go to like a control he's panel. So, he's so good. He's so like chill about it. He's, he's like, like, push X to <laughs> figure something out. And you, you, you like push it, and you hear like, <laughs> you like tapping. keys tapping. Like, well, that didn't work. He goes, well, that didn't work. I can't do his voice very yeah. well. That didn't work. I don't know. I don't know. Then, then he's like, try it again. He, ta- he taps away again, and it gets even worse. He's like, hmm. He's like, hold X to shoot <laughs> the keyboard. He's like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> My favorite thing is how calm he, like, lava is like, probably like a foot every 10 seconds, just like coming to, because it's, it's rising off the ground. Oh, yeah. On, like these yeah. scaffolds. It's filling, like the room is filling with lava. And it's just coming towards you, and he's just like, ah, I got to figure out how to get across this. He's like, so really chill about it. He's like, ah, I'll just take a gamble. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, that made me really excited for seeing him, like, in a movie because I forgot how, like, charming his character was. And now it's Donald Glover. And it's Donald Glover. good at everything he, and he's charming. He's just good at everything. And I don't know. He's, he's so good at everything. <coughs> oh, man. So, good stuff. I still think Alden is a weird choice because he doesn't look or sound anything like no, Han Solo. No, that was kind of throwing me off, especially in the cockpit when he says yeah, the little, like, like... we're fine. It's fine. It's like, ah, if. If he can capture the spirit of it, cool. I can look past it. Because I feel like that's what, Glo- that. that's what Glover's going to do. Because, like, he doesn't necessarily sound like Lando. Because Lando had, like, this really deep, charismatic voice. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have very... Does and he have a deep voice-ish? It's not, not super deep. deep. But... He just sounds like a guy. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if he can do... I mean, I'm keeping an open mind. I'm cautiously optimistic. Because really, before, I was yeah. like, this is going to be a train wreck. But now I'm like... Yeah, no, I'm on board. Yeah, that's true. I, uh, I'm looking forward to this, like, train heist thing. Oh, that's yeah. going to happen. It looks really cool. I think this is going to be, like, their Ant-Man, like, their Star Wars heist movie. Well, their heist movie was supposed to be Rogue One. Oh, yeah, that was also kind of a heist movie. Except the characters in this are probably going to be more likable. Because, I mean, because we already know them, too. And they're not going to die at the end. Well, some way. Oh, will they? Yeah, Lando will. <laughs> Lando. Two Landos. Lando dies. This is a clone because that's originally his concept. The original yeah, concept he was supposed to be like a clone who the Clone Wars. So like yeah, the Clone was... Wars before it was a bunch of New Zealanders. Yeah, it was uh, a bunch of Landos. A bunch of Landos, which would have been the best. <laughs> I can't believe they passed that up because in the original trilogy, like before they went out and did the prequels, it was like Lando's character. Well, they never they, said it. They that never was said like a, it. That was a concept. There's a concept for him. Was he was one a of veteran the veteran from the Clone Wars? And the, one of the best things in my head is his entire. Just garrison army of, of oh. sassy Landos. Like I'm, they're all gambling constantly. They're just that'd be so good. Good stuff. Oh man. Um, let's see what else. <coughs> what else happened? Um, we got a, a trailer for a movie called A Quiet Place with John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. It's like a horror movie, and I'm a big old Freddy cat, and I hate horror movies. I like horror movies, but I'm on a lot. board for it because it looks cool. Like the premise is interesting. So it's like an apocalypse type situation, and John Krasinski and Emily Blunt and their family are like surviving. But, but the quietly. whole the whole premise is there's these aliens or monsters or demons or whatever, but they hunt via sound. So like they're speaking in sign, which <coughs> is convenient because one of their daughters is deaf, so they can speak in sign. That's very convenient. And they're walking on like sand, and like they communicate with like lights flickering. That was really cool. And then one day... That was going to be a really cool horror thing. Yeah. Like, all the lights just turn red or something mm-hmm. like that. You're like, oh no. But like... It's a monster. Every now and then the kids have the kids make noise because they're kids and it's what they do. So they have to like hide from the monsters or whatever. So, I think it's funny because it's a, it's a couple movie. It's, it's Emily Blunt yeah, and it's, John. 
real life married Whom, couple. Whom's in real life are actually married. Yes. They get to practice in a movie. Fun. <laughs> yeah, practice their <laughs> practice their being married. If if society if collapses, also. they can test to see if their relationship will make it in the apocalypse. <laughs> With monsters, the mo- Okay, so the, since the monsters use like sound, I think like at the end the reveal is gonna be like they all look like Dumbo, like huge ears, <laughs> big ears, like a like a bat, and they're all just gonna laugh at it. They're like, ah, that's what the monsters look like. The monsters are gonna kill them. Like, yeah, right then all die. Maybe that's why the monsters are attacking. Like they're just sick of getting like. Maybe we discover these monsters, like, nowadays. Like, this is the plot of how the world ends. We discover these monsters underground, and we're like, oh, my God, these monsters are the funniest-looking things, but they're, like, really nice, and, like, we just kind of point and laugh at them all the time, like, bring them to zoos and everything. And then one day it just snaps, and they're like, all right, we're going to kill all of the humans because I'm sick of I'm sick of them making fun of our ears, and that is how this starts. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> how the world's going to end. How the world's going to end. By Bryce Tufts. Good I, stuff. Spoilers, because I definitely just cracked the movie. <laughs> He's cracked the case. <laughs> That's it. Um, he was actually, John Krasinski was in another trailer. He's going to be Jack Ryan for, like, the Amazon or Hulu fit. series. Oh, it's of, a series? Oh, it was a movie. Yeah, it's a TV show. Ooh. So it's like, a, it's like one of those James Bond, Jack Bauer. Except a lot more boring. I don't know. Cause it's like It was um, a Tom Clancy book series yeah did so, you ever watch the Harrison Ford ones no I think Hunt for Red October also has them in it I think you're right yeah but those movies are those movies are good they're really good like yeah. the Harrison Ford ones are really I think it's a uh, Clear and Present Danger yeah Clear and Present Danger is one and then President The Sum of All Fears I don't is that know. no that's I know that's it. a book that's not the movie I don't movie, know if it's a movie anyway yeah they're really good, but they're also really slow. Like, it's a really slow kind of action. It's very realistic. Yeah, this one, I think they're taking more of, like, the modern setting of, like, the War on Terror. That'd be cool. And how John Krasinski is going to operate his way through that. That'd with be cool. his slick, With his slick bulletproof <coughs> vest and his pistol. Good stuff. He does, he does like, military agent-type roles really good. He was in 13 Hours, yeah, does, yeah. the, the only Michael Bay movie that I like. Um, it was about, like, the CIA and, like, Delta Force dudes that were in Benghazi. It's not very political. Before you guys go, oh, it's political, they're going to talk about Hillary. They don't. They don't do that. They don't do that at all. It's just about the dudes that were there. It was really good, really good, well-made war movie. So, cool. I'm on board. I like seeing him in action-y type roles. I like his beard. Good, yeah. Nice he was going to be Captain beard. America. And before, I was just, I just saw him as Jim from The Office, and I was like, John Krasinski is Captain America, whatever. No, I can cut But then I was like, no, yeah, action man. Cool. He'd be, mm, I don't know, Captain America. He'd be a good, uh, well, actually, maybe. He made it to, like, costume fitting Huh. for that. And then Chris Evans was like, I'll do it. Yeah, Chris, Evan, like, cool. Chris Evans might do it a little bit better, but he, he'd, he'd, he'd be a good one. Mm. Maybe he'll be the next one. What's another superhero he could do? Uh, people have said Reed Richards. Ooh, what's Mr. He? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. He'd do Mr. Fantastic. That'd be a good one. I like that. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I like him in things, so... Yeah, that looks like a good movie, too. Moving on. Yep. Speaking of secret agent people, Mission Impossible Fallout. Got a trailer. What's the... Like, it wasn't very clear, like, what the big, like, thing that Tom Cruise does in this one is. Is it when he the climbs stunt? the cliffs? The stunt, yeah. The helicopter bit. Is the helicopter? And... Which, honestly, is a bit of a step down from yeah. the, the plane bit from and the last one. I think the plane bit was almost... Well, I don't know. Is that a step down from the building? The building was really that was a big stunt. Oh yeah, skyscraper was a big stunt. Plane was a big stunt. And this one, I was like, oh wait, where's the big stunt? Oh no, 
And then the same one as the plane one was also his, like, hold the breath for five minutes Oh, thing. yeah. Which he actually did. Which he actually did. I don't know why you'd actually do that, but... Because he's insane. He's insane. <coughs> um, yeah, so that was the two in the last movie. But this yeah. movie, I was, like, I was trying to figure out what his big stunt was. I don't know. He, at one point, he's, like, driving straight into another semi, but I feel like that's not a thing he'd probably do. No. And, like, live. And he's in a helicopter chase with Henry Cavill. Yeah. And Henry Cavill's mustache. And kind of beard. He's got kind of a beard. He's got like a rough beard. Hmm. I hope the mustache is the is the I like revealed their, to be the true villain of the oh movie. Yes, I like their I like their punch. Like they punch out in the bathroom. Oh yeah, that looks really He's cool. He's intimidating guy. Mm-hmm. I know Cavill like plays Superman, who's like a physically imposing dude. But when he's just in like a suit, and he's like, I'm gonna beat your face in. It's like, oh god. His like his punches look hard. Yeah. He was like throwing some stuff like, oh, I don't want to get. Guy. I do not want to be hit by that. Yeah, I'm he's gonna... scary. <laughs> so, it's gonna be. I guarantee you it's going to be another Ethan Hunt blows a mission and then they go rogue because they try and rein him in, but he like, can't because he's Ethan Hunt. I like how they said in the beginning, though, they're like, how many times has the U.S. government turned on him? Like, every movie, really. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> at least five or six times. Like, I'm pretty sure it's every single movie. It's the same plot. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's been like two or three of them at this point where it's been like a flash drive of secret agent names is about to get revealed. Probably. And then someone turns and but, then kills the whole team. But do we care? Not really. Not really. Cool. So, yeah, good stuff. Mission Impossible Fallout, I think this July, maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'll watch it. Yeah, a couple more. There was a trailer for the next season of Westworld, which we have both fallen behind on. Yeah, by falling behind, I mean I've watched two episodes and then somehow lost interest. I'm not really sure why I lost interest. Yeah, I watched like five, and then I was like, I have things to do because I'm busy. And yeah. I just stopped. But high praise all around for the show. It's really good. This The next season is like some kind of robot uprising. The weird cyborg people. Yeah, I could have told they, you that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what could possibly go wrong in a world full of lifelike robots that can make decisions? Like, wait, so you're telling me you got these robots that are really smart and you shoot them every day and then you make them forget about that and... They don't really forget about it. I think I smell an uprising. <laughs> they're gonna. They're not gonna be going this with this for very long. Well. Uh, I don't know why I lost interest in that show. Because I feel like if you if you explain that show to me, I'd be like, I'd watch every season of that show. But then I got two episodes in. I was like, yeah, this show's all right. And it's kind of weird because I think it's like non-linear. <clears throat> oh, is it? Cause it's like this is happening before, and like they don't reveal it until like the season's almost done. Mm. Maybe I don't like any. I think I don't like any of the characters. Because it's like. Is Anthony Hopkins a robot? Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. And oh, then I yeah. think they tell you at the end of the season. I haven't watched to that point. I think I think but. the reason is I don't like any of the characters. Hmm. Anthony fair. Hopkins is alright, but like That's I, fair. I can't think of anybody. The main robot girl that they follow is pretty good, the blonde one. She's pretty good, I guess. But then it's kinda weird because she's like every episode she gets her mind wiped. Oh yeah. She's so like, oh. Or at least every episode I've seen. Well so much for that all that. Good character development. It's gone. It's gone. You're like, oh, yeah. well, she doesn't remember anymore. Yeah. Maybe I, I should go back to it. <coughs> I should There's too. no reason I shouldn't because I've heard it's really good. Yeah, so same. Just buckle down and watch it. Good stuff. Uh, last one, uh, Cloverfield. They dropped a trailer mm. for a new Cloverfield movie, which is somehow connected to the other ones, somehow. which are somehow connected very loosely. And then I guess it dropped on Netflix as soon as the game was done. Yeah, that's really cool. They were like, surprise, Cloverfield movie. And that's then, a like, new thing that they do. I was like, oh, it's going to be in the movies in like a few months. But it was like the Netflix logo. And I was like, oh, cool. 
and then it dropped like that I, that's a really cool thing that I really like is happening now yeah that they can like because I we see like the Infinity War trailer and then we just get like really jazzed for like five months and then drops we're like ah whoo and then immediately after they're like here's the next one there's five months where you're just waiting but this one's like gives you the trailer and then just drops the movie yeah immediately I mean sometimes that doesn't happen for Netflix because yeah. they're like here's the Daredevil trailer here's the House of Cards trailer and then yeah. you gotta wait but I think it's because Cloverfield was like surprise we're making like six of these and people were like what? no one's really been sure what's going on they're just like <laughs> what? I, I don't even. I don't, isn't the first one just giant monsters Clover, in New York City? Yeah, the first one is monster in New York City. The second one is like. That's the one where it's like John Goodman John Good, in a basement. John Goodman in a bunker with isn't some girl. The very end. Uh, isn't there a big monster? I think yeah. I need. I need to watch. Isn't, That's actually my what. Isn't a, it Zoe Deschanel is the girl? No, I think it's. It's not her. Oh, it's not. Oh, she might Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Her. I think. Oh, is it? I don't know a whole... I don't have, like, an encyclopedia of actors. I just know the names. Oh, yeah. But, gotcha. Yeah. That's actually my... What are we watching this week? Because I need to go watch that. Yeah, I want to watch Because I want to watch this new one. Yeah. But, yeah, like, um, the new one, it's, like, set in space, I think. <clears throat> and, like, Daniel Bruhl's in it. Wait, what? They went to space? They're in, like, a space... They're on... It's, like, oh. people on the space station. Because it was... Okay, so when the first one came out, I thought, oh, it's all about giant aliens. And then the second one came out, and I was like, all right, it's about people surviving the giant aliens. And then this one looks like there's, like, a hand running across the floor. Oh, yeah. And there's people's, like, faces going all weird. It's like, what? what? I thought this was about giant aliens. <laughs> I don't know. This looks like the thing more than, like, giant alien. That's an, I need to watch that because I've heard that's really good. Yeah, that's pretty good. But pretty spooky. Yeah, it's good old J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Surprising us with... A bunch of movies that no one is really sure what they're about. <laughs> yeah, I think that maybe that's like a big thing. That's why he likes them so much. Yeah, because no one knows what to expect. Lens flares. Yeah, so many lens flares. That's, that's so bizarre. All but, right. Yeah, um, those were all the trailers. Um, there were a few good ads. I liked David Harbor dancing, and some like nope, it's a Tide ad. Just kidding. Oh see, yeah, that's that where was it was like. One. I like. It's an old ones. Spice commercial. Nope. Nope, Tide. it's Tide Ad. <laughs> There's like nope. a beer one. Nope, it's Tide Ad. <laughs> that was actually really good. He's on a I, horse, and he's dancing. That was the most clever His thing. His little dad dance. Yes. Good stuff. I like this. I like the one where it was like an insurance commercial. Oh, yeah. He's like, this is a Tide Ad. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yep, stuff yeah. Tide Ad. <laughs> <laughs> the back and forth, like, I'm pretty sure. No, it's a Tide Ad. It's a Tide Ad. <laughs> Look how clean everything is. <laughs> That was real clever. They did a good job. Oh, the Coca-Cola ad where they're on the beach and they're all like, oh, let's drink out of the bottle. And he's like, nope, it's a Tide ad. It's Tide. <laughs> <laughs> that was Amazing. good. That was a really good one. That was smart. Good stuff. All right. I think they were on, like, full damage control. After, after everyone started Tide eating. Pods. After everyone started eating Tide Pods. Can I just say, I'm a f- I like memes as much as the next person, and I know that, like, nihilism is a thing in memes nowadays, but... Don't eat Tide Pods. Where's anybody actually? Yes. Oh, man. It's like the Tide Pod challenge on YouTube. They're like, hey, check this out. Eat one. I didn't like, know anybody my was My insides actually, hurt now. I didn't know anybody was actually eating them. Yes, they were. Oh, no. That's why, because the memes were kind of dying down oh, for no. Tide Pods. Like, oh, that was a fun meme trend. And then people started eating them, and the memes came back. Oh, no. That yeah. is no good. Yeah, nihilist, nihilistic memes are fun, especially, like, because it's like a college thing. But, mm. I mean, we, we went to, what was that thing we went to? We went to, earlier this year, 
went to a I think it was nihilist. <laughs> no, no, the existential crisis. Existential crisis. That was hilarious. That was real fun for like twenty minutes. Yeah, then it, it was got like, real. <laughs> because every college student likes being nihilistic about things. So we're like, hey, let's go talk about how nothing matters and we're all gonna die. And then people were like, my girlfriend dumped me and classes are going real hard. And we're like, oh. Yeah. So after about are twenty you, minutes okay? of it, it's like really funny. And we're having a good time. And then, like, people are, like, really bringing issues to the table. We're like, oh, oh you wow. should go take care of like, that. You, like, you okay? There's count, There's counseling options yeah, on campus. Yeah, we got to counsel. Yeah. I mean, we, we can, we're here for you if you want, but we're not, like, professionals about this type <laughs> of stuff. And, you know? Yeah, we're... Good stuff. We just have, like, a weird niche humor that <laughs> isn't any good. No. <laughs> uh, on that yeah, little tangent, I think, that was all the trailers and all the good stuff from the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, so we'll go into what are we watching and reading and playing. I kind of said mine. I'm going to watch. I've seen in the first Cloverfield, but I should watch it again, and then I'm going to watch 10 Cloverfield Lane because I've heard that mm. one's better. Oh, all right. So I'm going to go watch that, and then, then I can watch the new one. So I feel like they're connected enough that I need to know what's going on. I should probably also watch that. Because I, I remember when I saw the Netflix thing, I was like, I'm going to watch that right now, but then I didn't. Um, but I, um, yeah, my plan is to do that. Uh, let's see. I played the Battlefront Two trailer as we said. I mean, campaign as we said earlier. It was mm-hmm. really good. I know a lot of people say it was like kind of basic. I thought it was, it was fine. I guess it was fine. But like, I kind of I enjoyed it a lot. It was like a lot more of what I like. I just think the the switch for Aiden when she oh, defects yeah, is like weird. there's no conflict. No, she's not a very good. She's character, like I'm a loyal soldier to the Empire. Not here's the nope. next one. Let's go blow up some Tie Fighters. Like, you'd think there'd be a little internal conflict. Also, there's a few times when like it focuses on her. Fa- the one one of the weird things about the game is like it had these long awkward pauses. Like, not not like in like when you're actually playing because those make sense because that can't be very fluid. But like in cutscenes, it would like you would her father would say something like, "I didn't. I want you to go blow up your home." And she'd be like, I don't want to. And then you're like, cut to her face. And like, you're like, maybe this is going to be like a moment of conflict in her face. And she just stares like off in the distance for a second with a totally blank face for like way too long. And then she just starts walking. Yes, and sir. Like, Wait she's a second. Like, what? Yeah, she's like, yes, sir. I'm like, what? What, what was that? <laughs> and she just, I don't understand what's going on. So I, I think she was probably one of my least favorite. I liked her daughter more than I liked her, to be honest. Oh, yeah. In the side missions? Oh, on the side, yeah. I like I like I like that I liked the little like how their team kind of broke up and they ended up fighting themselves later on. What's oh, his yeah. name? It's not Hux because Hux is the other guy, the general. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. It's something like that. He's he turns into a real meanie. Uh, I was kind of bummed because it was like the whole premise is you're a soldier of the empire as the empire is falling apart. You don't you really yeah. see the shift to when they become the first order. Oh yeah, and I know there's over that they're still putting out content. Yeah, but the whole gist was there's like a there's a thirty year gap between six and seven that we don't know what happens. We gotta skip. And like they only go like a year into that gap. Yeah. And then there's like a twenty years later. <laughs> 20, and then twenty years later on the outer rim. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, it's the first order exactly how you remember them from episode seven and episode eight. And then it also they kind of present it as if like they just showed up too. Yeah. Like before Force Awakens, you kind of get the sense from the campaign that like. The Republic is the main people in the galaxy, and then they're like, whoop, Force Order just showed up. And you're like, what? How did they just kind of show up? Yeah. <laughs> they seem really too big to just kind of slip under the radar. They probably explained it in, like, books. 
Oh yeah, that they expect you to read that are canon because it's like the Empire like went and consolidated forces in the Outer Rim, but they can't do anything because the Republic is too yeah, powerful. They also built a bunch of new ships. That's true. I guess they're not too different though. They're, they're really. I still the think ship. that Star Destroyer design is the worst. Oh, it's really bad. It's like why hollow are, on the inside. Why are you able to fly in between the two main decks of a ship? I feel like that's a huge like. In the like in the gameplay, that's how you blow it up. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a, you just fly in between it's it. It's a bit of an oversight. It's like a big like it's like a honeycomb. Like you know how in Rogue One, when the Star Destroyer cuts another Star Destroyer oh, in that half, was beautiful, which was amazing. That was one of the most beautiful scenes. It's a lot there. easier to do that, I feel, with a First Order Star Destroyer. Oh yeah, you just they got just that gap that you it. just hammerhead Corvette one destroyer into another, and you just kind of slot it in that gap, just like. Or in, the, or in the Force Awakens, that the dreadnought. They're like, it's so terrifying. There's a like, big target right in the middle. There's a giant, it's like, it's just shaped like a big metal target. You just gotta fly something into that and it explodes so big. I did kind <laughs> of enjoy the fact that they were like, we'll crush these rebel scum, bring cool. out the new super weapon, and they immediately blow it up. They're they like, need- this is not our first rodeo. We've blown up at least four super weapons. Yeah, they weapons. need to stop with the super weapons. Like, just, just have a bunch of regular weapons. Yeah. You keep blowing everything up like there's not gonna be, you're not having anything to rule. And there's even more in like the EU. There's like sun crushers and galaxy guns and stuff just flying <coughs> around, oh my God. shooting at each other. It's like I think one R two D two hijacks it and causes it to fly into like a star. It's like got him, <laughs> got got him. <laughs> Was R two D two in it? No. Oh, okay, him. he, he bounces him. out yeah. first. <laughs> what? Yeah, he bailed. I did like I liked in the Clone Wars their super weapon was like uh, General Grievous has the ship that just does like a giant oh, really EMP. cool sounding EMP. Yeah, it's like that's a good super weapon, and that's like that's something that's like terrifying, but at the same time like it's it's like doable. Like yeah, no, it's and not, the only reason they were able to blow it up is because they had more than one Jedi who could get in there. Yes, and then uh, because like when you do a Star Killer base. You're like, oh, well, there just goes everything. This blew up the entire star system, I suppose, mm-hmm. really quickly. I don't know. Which, I mean, I mean, that's been a thing since the very beginning. Yeah. With, from the first Death Star. Blow up a big thing. Blow up. Have a super weapon. Have a big super weapon and do thing. Anyway, good campaign. <laughs> got, got really sidetracked there. We're nothing if... I, I, don't, I, did, I don't know that phrase, but it's a lot of side tangents on the, uh, this. The, the thing I really liked about it, though, is you get to participate in the Battle of Jakku, like, kind of in-depth. Yeah, that was cool. You get to, like... I liked how they did it, because, like, you got to you got to really experience, like, all these different parts of it. You got to fly around and help a bunch of different people all throughout the battle mm-hmm. and, like, experience kind of the whole thing. You really felt like you were in it. And the Battle of Jakku is, like, a big cornerstone Yeah, of it's, like, the, the fall of the Empire definitively. Yeah, but we haven't seen it in, like, a movie, so, like, yeah. they had to give it to us somehow. But I think the way they did it was really, really cool. Because in the end, you have that whole thing with, like, her father. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, like, he kind of, like, sees the error of his ways a little bit. Yeah, and he it's crashes like, the stars. Like, this was a bad decision, and I'm sorry. <laughs> as, he's, as he's watching everything crash, he's crashing also, he says, mm. And I'm pretty sure that's the destroyer that Ray ends up looting. In seven. Oh. Pretty sure. There's like there's a lot of them. Because they make a big deal of that Star Destroyer like going down. Yeah, they do. So that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's a, I mean there's a lot of Star Destroyers that went down. That's true. Here, well, I was like sometimes I'd just like stop and I'd look at the sky and there'd be like fifteen crashing Star Destroyers and I was like, oh. Oh, another thing I've always wondered. Another side tangent. It's really good. Sure, sure. So the rebels 
like in the in the original movies, they've got like like two or three like big sh- like ships. Like what do you call them? Like I don't it's know, like, like a big cruiser, big cruisers. And then like you kind of are led to think that like that's all they got. And they've got like fifteen X wings in the first one, and then like um, in the in uh in uh, Return of the Jedi, they've got like three big cruisers and maybe like fifty X wings or whatever. But then in in this like extended campaigns, they're like they're the same size as the Empire. Yeah, they've got like five hundred cruisers and just millions of X wings flying around. It's like whoa. Yeah, why don't you use these guys? Yeah, I guess maybe it's a small strike mission. Maybe that maybe we were watching a bunch of I guess like an in-universe explanation could be like at that point the empire is like fracturing. So it's like their fleet, oh. the, like a fleet that they can feel <coughs> at any one time is going to be smaller and the rebels have been picking up steam. Cuz yeah. like they get their big ships from like the Admiral Akbar's. Yeah. The Mon Calamari or whatever. So like We need a backstory about them. Their their main I don't know if it's like their industry, but they make those like weird Bubble ships. Bubble ships, yeah, thank you. They're like bubbles all up and down the ship. But huh. that's, those are like the Rebels' main cruisers. Like, there's that's the one they use in The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, he's that to one. take too. out the big... On a backstory about the Admiral Akbars. that's their that's their yes, racist name that's now, the Admiral or, Akbars. Yeah. Like they, There was probably a Clone Wars episode. I'm pretty sure there, there was because they fought shark people. Yeah, and they also fought... The, <laughs> they also fought... They fought the the uh, guys that had like tentacles for mouths. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because apparently they live together on the same. Well, planet. I mean, you get an ocean planet, you're gonna get you can fish get a lot people of... and squid people and there's shark. There's Admiral Akbar's, then there's uh, tentacle mouths, shark people, and then shark people. They're like they just brought them in. Apparently, they're like they're not as cool. Yeah. as The rest of them. I mean, they'd be really aggressive. It'd be like that really aggressive friend you have, you know. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, you can't hang out with us. You'd be like, oh, take it easy. I'm a shark, shark, shark man. You all evolved together, like, from from your, like, what you came from. Like, you, you, they all evolved. Like, Admiral Akbar's evolved from, like, fish. And then the tentacle mouths evolved from squids. And they evolved from sharks. And then shark. come together later, you're like, well, you guys really need to get over. Now we have to compete for our various civilizations on this water planet. We, we're going to make the bubble ships. You guys just stay out of the way. You guys go be shark people. Hmm. Anyway. So yep. that's that, 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 that's that. really all we had. A bunch of side tangents. Thank you for sitting through that. <laughs> this is good um, luck. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Raving Geeks. Oh, speaking of that, um, I put it out on the Twitter. We are looking for people who would be interested in coming on as a guest. We're going to bring back the Geek of the Week series. Because listening to us every week gets a little boring, so we want to get some Probably. variety in here. If you as have a th- if you have like a thing, a very specific thing that you like want to come on the show and geek out about, hit us up, DM us on Twitter or Facebook. I need to get the access to the Facebook page, but that's another story. Um, yeah, we're just trying to open it up to like the geek communities across Central. Like if you're into like a, a specific type of gaming or like a certain superhero gets you real jazzed. Or, and we want to, by the way, we want to get somebody on for Black Panther because it is Black History Month and representation is like super huge. And that's a big reason of why so many people are so excited about Black Panther. So we'd love to have somebody on who would be interested in talking about that. Um, yeah, so if that sounds like something you're interested in, message us on Facebook or Twitter at Raving Geeks. And you can also find us on iTunes with Central Michigan Life Podcasts, where all of our other podcasts are. We have ones about sports, 
and conspiracy theories and a little All more serious one about film where they're like they actually know some things about film and don't get off on crazy side tangents <laughs> like we do so all of those are really good check them out and you can also find us on our website at cm-life.com so until next time geek fans same bat time same bat channel